Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dan. Dan? Hello. You got us? I got you good. Okay. Dan, can, can you start by walking us through what happened on Saturday by the time you got there, what you heard, what the process was, what you did as you went home, and just kind of start from there, please? Sure. So um, I usually work out uh, prior to games. I did that, got to the stadium. That felt all normal and, and regular. So uh, I had a chance just to do a workout. At the end of the workout, I just felt um, chest felt a little tight and felt a little off. And uh, so I kind of just immediately thought of, uh, you know, the other players and the coaches. And I just really wanted to get a test to say yeah, I just wanted to make sure, you know, nothing was wrong. I would have, you know, certainly felt shitty if it had been, you know, found out the next day. So I went right to the trainer and uh, they tested me. I found out I had a positive test. So uh, the training staff, um, they were on point then and, and the team physician. So uh, we called my wife, Stacy, who was on her way to the game. And I just said, hey, pull on up. I'm, I'm riding back home with you. And her response, as you can imagine, was what? And um, so I didn't see any of the players or the coaches. I just you know, was able to call Mike on the phone, but they were about to go out for pregame. And I said, hey, um, you know, I'm, I'm heading out. And he had already known by then, obviously, through the trainer. So I drove home and, um, you know, kind of was a strange feeling, you know, being home and watching the team play, that's for sure. But I'm feeling fine now. I've been involved in everything um, with the team, with the exception of being in practice, um, which definitely sucks. That's definitely one of my favorite things. But I have been uh, meeting virtually, you know, with players and staff and going through all the things that we need to do. So that's where I'm at. And um, I'm just trying to, you know, get back as quick as we can. But I have been certainly uh, impressed, um, you know, through the training staff and the doctors. They've been on point in the process, you know, that you go through once you, you know, test positive and, um, you know, it's, it's clear and, and easy to follow. But uh, when missed the game, that was certainly hard. And I was, uh, I was extremely proud of uh, the defensive staff, especially Joe Witt. You know, picking up a call sheet is not easy just prior to a game. And uh, so we have a saying that we use some with the uh, with the play callers, the signal callers, you know, the linebackers and safeties, when in charge, be in charge. And he was and he did uh, an excellent job just, you know, doing it the way it's supposed to be done. He was decisive and strong. I thought um, defensively after our first drive, he really settled down and played, you know, excellent third down defense. Um, so I was really proud of uh the defensive staff, um, you know, and especially with Joe, just you know, on short notice, hey man, uh, you're gonna, you know, take the keys here and, and run. He did a great job. When do you anticipate being able to come back in, and what what symptoms have you had or gone through? So I'm feeling fine now, and so um, I have to get the you know the negative tests when you get you know those cleared. That's you know the policy that's in place. So uh, just waiting for those to happen. And when they do, I'll be back and, and ready to go. I'm feeling fine. I've obviously been ready to get going, but uh, just, you know, you got to follow the instructions of, of where we're at. And, uh, you know, but until I, you know, get cleared to go back, um, there's not a lot you can do other than just, you know, staying involved and staying in the moment with the guys and being ready. So um, that's kind of where I'm at. Would you say it was a mild case and you just had, what, slight respiratory issues, or, or how would you describe some of what you had? Yeah, I would say that's accurate. And, uh, you know, I'm fortunate, uh, you know, for going through it and having the vaccine, uh, as some would say, you know, maybe there's, you know, because of that, symptoms aren't as strong. I, I certainly don't know any of that. I just know um, I was fortunate enough to, 
not have uh, a lot of symptoms and uh, was fortunate enough that I'm feeling better now. So um, that's kind of where I'm at. When you were a head coach this time last year when all of this was still a little bit new, just with whatever the whole thing that the team's going through now, how much of it is kind of a deja vu thing for you? Well, I think the, uh, you know, probably the big push, which is better than we had, you know, a year ago is uh, the vaccination. And uh, so not having that a year ago to having that now, that's, that's a big difference. Um, but as far as, you know, protocols and, and things of that, I think what we're now accustomed to doing is when you have to move into, you know, a virtual afternoon or a morning, we're accustomed to do that. Where maybe a year ago, that just seemed so foreign and so hard to do for, uh, for all of us. Um, where now, hey, if we need to on a moment's notice, we can do that. And so I think um, maybe those are some of the things that came out of that that we're able to adjust to things, um, you know, more quickly and, and be more adaptive. But I would say, um, you know, going through, I think, the, you know, being vaccinated, that's probably, you know, the big difference for all of us, you know. How much of a disruption would you say all of this is for just kind of getting yourselves ready for that opener here in two weeks? I'm, I'm sorry, could you repeat that one more time? Sorry, I just didn't quite get you. Sure. I, I just wondered how much of a disruption you would say all of this is uh, now with two weeks out before the opener. Well, I think, um, you know, we're still in, in the camp mode, which feels good. And uh, so staying connected to the team on a regular basis of the things we're doing, I'm obviously watching practice together and meeting with the guys. So uh, fortunately, um, it hasn't been much of a disruption for them, you know, to make sure to, that they can continue on and do the things that we need to do. Um, I think it's important to, to remind ourselves, you know, building connections with players transcends FaceTime and WebEx and Zoom calls. Uh, but the best of the best defenses, you know, you have to be connected to and, and really an extension of one another, and I see that with this team. So I don't think they're going to be uh, too, too disrupted uh, when things come because of their connection to one another. So um, sometimes these things happen, and it can be seen as uh, an obstacle to overcome and a little bit of resilience. And for a guy like Joe to take over and do such a good job that he did uh, on the day of the game, um, sometimes when, that's, when those moments are called upon to see – where you're at and what you got. And uh, so I don't see it being a, you know, something that's disruptive to the team. We've certainly got an excellent group of coaches that are, uh, you know, pushing things forward to make sure we can, you know, become the group that we're intending to be. Guys are looking to become head coaches like Joe is. How big of a moment is this for him to take over for you, even though it's for the next, the last week and obviously this week? You know what? It's uh, really, it's, and we may do, as we go through another coach this week, I think just having moments, you know, where you, you know, take on a different responsibility and lead in a different way. Uh, I think those are all moments, you know, that we grow from and you just have to be in those spots to do it. And uh, Joe's certainly ready to, to coordinate a defense and he'll be ready. You know, when that moment comes, he, he already is ready, but uh, just having the, you know, the experience of doing it and getting your processes right. Uh, it's an important thing to go through. I can remember, um, years ago, you know, in a preseason game, calling one, um, you know, way back when I was with uh, Eric Mangini at the Jets, and uh, at that time, I was so excited to do that, that he'd entrusted in me to, you know, do that and go through the process, and I remembered that from that time, and uh, I think you probably also gain an appreciation for the role and what's needed, and so for him, I felt it was uh, really valuable to do. Well, you, excuse me, uh, you're clear when you call the game Sunday? I'm sorry, if you're cleared, will you call the game Sunday or 
by Friday or Saturday if you haven't worked through the process, or you just say, well, let's just go ahead and have someone else do it this weekend? Yes, that's something that we've discussed, but, uh, yeah, if I'm cleared, then I, I'll be back. If you're not cleared, would it be someone else or would it be Joe? Uh, we haven't gone down that road yet. Dan, you mentioned that you can go through practice film with the players. What's your process for watching practice when you're not there, and how soon after can you get the tape? Uh, I can get it, you know, right when, when it's done. It, within 10 minutes of practice, it's up. And so, I, you know, by the time we get together as a coaching staff to watch it, I probably breeze through it one time. Um, before they get on. I just like to see it before, um, you know, they've all been there and seen it for one. So usually um, right after it's done, I try to, you know, run through it one time quickly. So when we watch it together, um, already have had a handle of, you know, some things that may have gone on that we looked at. And um, some of the ones that we may have scripted, we were trying to see a certain play or a certain player. So, you know, I'm kind of wondering how that play went or how did it look. And so um, I'm usually, you know, ready to turn the tape on just as soon as it, as it comes on. What worked, well for your, what worked well for your defense during the team series when you all batted down uh, one of Dak's passes yesterday? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? I, I missed the beginning. I believe it was Darren Pierce who batted down one of Dak's, Dak's throws during a competitive series yesterday. What was working well from your defense on that play? Well, on that particular one, I thought, um, one, J.K. has really, uh, you know, kind of established um, his role down near the line of scrimmage as a blitzer. And, you know, we knew he'd be able to guard tight ends and, and play in the box. Uh, but it's the instincts that I've been impressed by um, in the game against um, Houston just the other night. I thought he had a good blitz, a good timing. And so that part of his game is really coming to life as a blitzer. And uh, those that's just another element, you know, that he can bring, uh, you know, to the defense that I've certainly been impressed by. And that's what we saw on that on that play. Neil played strong safety for you in Atlanta. What factored into your decision to switch him to linebacker here in Dallas? And what impresses you about his coverage ability carrying you running backs and tight ends? That's always been really one of his strengths, um, you know, matching up on tight ends. And he was one of the tone setters from a, a tackling and a physicality standpoint. So um, coming here, we thought we'd shift him full time to where he was closer to the ball. I had thought about it um, prior to the 2020 season, um, and when we ended up, you know, leaving him at safety for that year, but that was one thing that was on my mind um, for him going into the season, and so we left him at safety. It certainly was good for him, to, you know, after you know two injury-plagued seasons to come back and, and establish that. And I think in his mind, he also wanted to prove that too, and um, you know that he could come back and play it at safety because it's it's uncommon, you know, for someone to have those injuries on the same side, an Achilles and an ACL. So um, there's some prove-it moments that take place, but he would have been able to do this role for a few years now at linebacker. He's just that physical of a player. And so it's been in the back of my mind um, that when the moment came that it would be right for him to make the shift. And, uh, you know, he certainly has embraced it, and uh, he's really gone for it. I've been proud of the work that he's put in. The surface it looks like Jalen and, and Vanderwish won't get as much playing time in comparison to last year. How much do you talk to those two veterans about, hey, you might play special teams a little bit more. Your reps might get reduced a little bit because you'll be in the nickel a little bit more. How do you go about that, that with them? Yeah, well, I would say um, when you have, you know, that's something that we talk about for sure. We, we don't put a number on play time or, or a certain amount of plays 
but uh, there's sometimes when there's a strength uh, in numbers at a group and what's best for the team is to play all of them, um, then that's what we'll do. And I've explained um, to them that's sometimes happened as I've been a part of groups like that, maybe not at linebacker, but at other positions. And uh, to their credit, uh, it's been an excellent group, really, you know, led by George and Scott and the guys from the coaching side. Uh, when featuring the things of the guys that they just nail and can do great, that's what we're going to continue to do. But I've been very pleased with their um, connection to one another and their ability to, to make sure they're really on point. And uh, that group is definitely has um, legitimate depth, um, but we're, we intend to use them all and uh, in lots of different ways. All right, guys, we have time for one more. Dan, when you watched 2020 film of this defense from last season, what stood out about Donovan Wilson's play, and how have you seen him further develop during training camp this year? Yeah, he is uh, somebody that just caught my attention right from the very beginning. Um, I love his play style. Um, you know, I thought he was a you know an excellent tackler, uh, had a ball hawking mindset, and so coming into the into the season, and you know certainly having the opportunity to, to be here, he was someone we wanted to feature in this defense. Uh, where he could be down, he could be back, we could blitz him. Um, but he's just um, even impressed me more just by his speed, his play style. Those were the things that I saw on tape and I'm continuing to see now. So he's been all that I hoped he would be, you know, at safety, growing into the job that we're doing. One of the fun parts, you know, for me right now is looking back on training camp and uh, the competitions at all levels of the defense has been exactly – what I hoped it would be. We've seen it at defensive line. We've got it at linebacker, at corner, at nickel, and at safety. And uh, that's an important piece to this because um, that's really when we're at our best and having chances to push one another and see where all of our strengths lie. But uh, it's really the players and their competition and their ability, like I said, to be connected to an extension of one another. There's different roles and different opportunities for all the guys, but the competition um, has been what I want to see from them, and I think it's showing up. You know, when you have a good third down game like you did the other night, that rush and coverage working together, at uh, run defense and owning your gap control, and you know, hidden blocks like those are things that I see come through from all this competition. And um, I'm excited to see where the group can go. We've certainly got a long way to go, and we're still in our camp mode, so to speak, of you know how we're working guys and getting ready. But um, the competition has been exactly what I hoped it would be. And uh, looking forward to seeing that continue on um, all the way through the season, quite honestly, because that's really when we're at our best. Dan, I'm, I'm sorry. I just want to see if I can get one more in here. You need two negative tests separated by 24 hours. Have you had a negative test yet, or, or where, where do you stand in that, yeah. in that process? Yeah. I, won't, I won't go into to that with you guys, but uh, hopefully you'll see me back uh, sooner than later. I'll, I'll leave it at that, okay? All right, you guys have a good one. Thank you. Thanks, okay. Dan. Thank Glad you. To see you on Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Have Thank a great you. day. Have an awesome day. Thanks, Scott. Thank you.